listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN. Along with Nikki, Joel, and Kyrie, we're here till midnight. Then it's Freddie and Fitzsimmons on 98.7 ESPN. So before we talk a little baseball, let me let me just share this with you today. So today was the hardest day to go shopping. And it's nothing new, okay? It's not the first time that we've gone shopping in this pandemic era that we live in now. But for some reason today, it just seemed like work. You guys know what I'm talking about? It's the standing in line to get in. It's the making sure you go down the right aisle because now in the correct way of social of social distancing and listen i'm not complaining i'm just taking you through my emotions for the day right so in this new era of social distancing you're walking down aisles and they have arrows right you've seen them when you go to your local supermarket and you have arrows to make sure you go down this way and then you don't come down that way so you don't run into people because social distancing is important and So you're going in, then you're trying to find stuff because when you walk into the stores, the ones that I've gone in, there's a sign that tells you what they do not have. And the store I went in today did not have Lysol, which is nothing new, did not have disinfecting wipes, which is nothing new, didn't have milk, didn't have eggs. It was just crazy. So you're walking around and you're trying to get your stuff and you're trying to make sure that you're social distancing and you go there. And you get that. And so I had to go to several stores today because, you know, what they didn't have in one store, you got to try to pick up in the other store and so on and so forth. Right. And then I come home and I'm watching the scenario of police having to break up a huge gathering in Brooklyn today. And I'm saying to myself, don't people get what's going on here? Don't folks understand that this is serious, what we're doing? This is work. This is now to just go to get something that you need to make sure. I mean, you have a checklist now. Got to have your mask. Got to have your gloves. You got to have everything. You got to make sure you you go in the right way. You have to allow for time because you know you're going to be in, in a line to go to where you have to get to. And and all the social distancing, it's it's important enough that you focus what you need to do and get the job done and get out of there and get back home. And then to see how many people just don't seem to take what we're going through seriously. It's, it's frustrating. It's infuriating. My wife and I, Jeanette and I were listening to, uh, Howie Singer and Howie Singer is, has been a longtime director for MSG of the Nick broadcast. We haven't met personally, but I've seen him around in the hundreds of years that I've been at the garden covering Nick's covering Rangers. I see him all the time. We, we, you know, we speak, but we haven't, we don't have a, you know, a, a relationship. We acknowledge each other and to hear what he went through being in an ER because the hospital he went to had no beds available. He's in ER suffering the Corona 19 virus for two days. 
Okay, we've heard various stories. We've seen a number of stories. We've heard, we've got family members. We've got friends. We hear from folks who are on the front lines. And a little later tonight, we'll have our salute to another hospital that we're doing here on ESPN New York tonight. And then you hear another story of a person who, on the front lines, contracted the disease and then out of the frustration of not being able or the depression of not being able to do what they felt they could do, took their life. And all this I'm going through after I come back and I'm saying, like, why aren't we, why aren't we getting this? And I don't mean to preach to you. I'm just sharing what went through my mind today. When you're, when you, when you're going to, when you're doing the right thing, right? And you still understand. That while it is, thank God, going down, holding a downward trend, is it going down as fast as anybody would like? Absolutely not. Because there's still over 300 deaths in this, in this state in 24 hours. Still. But it's, thank God it's not the 700 that we had a couple of weeks ago. Right. And you just look and you see all these different folks and you see the people who are protesting and you see all the folks who are who want to get things going. And listen, I get it. I get that you want to get back to work. I get that you're tired of being inside. Okay, I get that you want to bring life back to normal. I do. I understand. I see the numbers. I look at I look at the news like you guys look at the news. I see the unemployment numbers. I see the, the, just the economic explosion that has torpedoed this economy. Of course. But logically, do you think that going into a large group of folks when you're not supposed to do that is the right thing to do? Do you think that that's what's going to allow things to get back to normal quicker? Is, is, is that the logic or is there no logic or you just don't care? I mean, I just don't get what it takes for folks to understand just how serious this thing is. And we're hearing conversations about as soon as you hear something positive about, you know, here's something, here's a drug that could, you know, do something, take a step that if you have it, it could make you recover a couple of days faster you hear that news, and then on the other hand, you hear that they expect a second wave of this virus again. So it's it's just it, it was just uh, so much on the mind today about where we are, and it's 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 a weird way because when we talk about sports, what are the things that we're talking about? And we're talking about on the other side of this, right? Trying to get sports back. Okay. There's, there's several stories that are out about trying to find a way to get sports back. And one of the, um, interesting stories, and we'll touch on baseball in a second, cause that will be our Twitter poll question, which I'll put up in a second. But, um, one of the other scenarios I was reading about is what's going on with major league with, with, uh, not major league baseball, but the NHL and that. Uh, Gary Bettman now is looking at maybe starting the 2021 20, season as late as December. 
Okay. Um, Bettman said in an interview on the NHL Network on Thursday, there's no magic for next season of starting in October, as we traditionally do. If we have to start in November or December, that's something that will be under consideration. Now, as you hockey fans know, regular season games stop March 12th because of the pandemic. So now, like every other major sport, they're looking at plans to get phase two of returning to play. And this is uh, uh, an article that's on uh, it's on ESPN. And is following the current period of self-quarantine by players and team staff. And the phase two involves small group activities in NHL team training facilities, something the league hopes can happen mid to late May. But once again, there's still no timeline or target date because they're not in control here. It's the coronavirus that's in control here. And Commissioner Bettman acknowledges our health concerns for the players really fit into two categories. One is obviously COVID-19 and two, whatever we're going to do, we don't want them playing in games until they're back in game shape. We don't want anybody getting injured. So you've got a two-pronged situation, and it's what the NBA is focused about, and it's what the NHL is focused about, and it's even what Major League Baseball is talking about with the, all the different you know, things that they're trying, all the different plans that they're working with that we'll get your thoughts on in a couple of minutes. And all this, with all this going on, it just seems like people aren't, aren't, and obviously most of the folks are doing what they're supposed to do. But it's just frustrating when you see folks who aren't doing it. And, and, and we're, we're, there's so many of us making sure, making the adjustment, doing what needs to be done to make sure that we not only keep ourselves and our families safe, but other people around us safe and making sure that we help these, the folks on the front lines in the hospitals and police and fire and in grocery stores and deliveries and people and, and us mail and folks who are out there almost like it's a regular job to them because they're doing what they normally do. It's just that they've been asked to do much more. It's, it's just a really, really frustrating day for me. So I'm glad that I'm here to talk to you tonight on ESPN New York Tonight. You are listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN. Throwback Thursday on ESPN New York Tonight. Our Twitter poll question is up at Hardesty ESPN at ESPN NY 98 underscore 7 FM. Of the options presented so far. Which do you like best for how Major League Baseball should proceed with the 2020 season? Is it the plan to have everybody play in Arizona? Is it the spring training alignment plan? Is it the regional realignment? Or should they just cancel the season? You can also weigh in at 1-800-919-3776. Now, just to catch, just to catch up, because there's been a number of different things. Okay, so the regional plan splits the league into three regional divisions. Teams could be restricted to playing within their region. That idea, if used, would break up their traditional alignments of the American and National Leagues. And, of course, it would also cut travel. So that was the one where, you know, we were listening to uh, where the Astros and Mets would be in the same division. It, it's it's that thing. It, it It's not American League and National League. It's more regional. Okay? So that's how they... That's how they build it up. The Arizona plan would see all players, coaching staff, and other central personnel sequestered in local hotels. That's the bubble plan, right? Where they would live in relative isolation 
and travel only to and from the stadium. Then there was the spring training alignment plan, which would have all 30 teams returning to their spring training sites in Florida and Arizona, playing regular season games only in those two states and without fans in an effort to reduce travel and minimize risk. The divisions would be realigned based on the geography of their spring training homes. And with those, a lot of the concerns were with the teams in Florida, right? Because you could go from one end of Florida to the other, Am I right, Nikki? And you could get lost. <laughs> that is definitely true. <laughs> you know, you could go from one side to the other and with the, and with weather concerns, you can have, you could travel two hours in Florida, have a rain delay and, you know, be lost. So those are, and obviously canceling the season means there's no baseball. So what are your choices of the options presented so far? Which do you like best? for how MLB should proceed with the 2020 season. Play on Arizona, spring training alignment plan, regional realignment plan, or cancel the season. Let's see what you have to say. 1-800-919-3776. Doug in Long Island, you're batting leadoff on ESPN New York tonight. Hey, Larry, always a pleasure, buddy. Hey, Doug, what's uh, happening, great, my friend? Great opening. Uh, spot on. Humble. You're, you're right on. And you, you know I, I work in a hospital, and tonight I'm actually off. I'm in a supermarket, so I get you early because now I'm going in. I'll listen to the whole show. But you were spot on. One thing that people don't realize, it's not about keeping healthcare workers safe. It's also limiting the percentage of a chance. Decrease that chance as much as you can so somebody you love, somebody you care about, you don't get a phone call. You don't get a, somebody saying, oh, my God, you won't believe it. You remember whoever. You know, whenever you get a call now, you're getting your 40s and 50s. Hours, nobody calls you to tell you anybody hit the lottery. You don't That's want true. that call. It's only a bad news call. So by abiding by this, you wind up limiting loved ones' chances of getting ill. You don't want nobody getting this. I mean, you know, there are people, you know, I go on Facebook. We have, you know, me and my cousin have a group. We have people from all over. There are people who actually believe this is a hoax. That this, I mean, I, I cannot even believe it. You know, HIPAA, you cannot, you know, release video of patients. You know, that's their right, you know, violating their rights. But I tell you, if somebody walked to an ICU, you went to an ICU, you, you change your mind in a heartbeat. You listen to anything they say. People are stuck at home. It's not the 80s and 70s where you didn't have these devices. You, you know, all these kids have laptops. You know, they get they got all these little toys they can play on. Mm. You know, there are, every hospital, there are hundreds of people would give anything to be stuck at home right now. They'd give yeah. anything to be in your shoes. Let's just go through this. Larry, keep doing what you're doing. It's an amazing job, buddy. Thank you, sir. Be safe, my friend. I appreciate you, too, and you keep doing what you're doing in the hospitals that you work at as well. James is in Long Island. Hey, James, you're next on 98.7. Hey, Larry, what's going on? What's up, partner? Hey, uh, so first off, you know, obviously this is, we've all, as me, as a baseball fan, we would all prefer having, being at Yankee Stadium, going to City Field, or wherever, whatever fan, uh, whatever ballpark we're a fan of, but obviously the time that we're in right now doesn't allow that. But I think the next best thing, um, we got to, to get baseball back. I think the regional idea where you have um, divisions based on locate where they're, they're located, like the Mets, uh, I believe the Phillies and all those other teams that are located on the eastern would be on the other. And then um, it would be so it limits the amount of travel for teams, which I think is the most important thing right now. And then um, at least getting 100 games in or something around that area would be a good idea. Yeah, I, I think James, that's the way. If if they if they're able to do anything, 
I think that that's the way they'll go. They'll try to go with the reason. I think the Arizona, the sequestering is going to be an issue. And I also think it really, it doesn't matter which one they choose. There's not going to be, there's not going to be fans there for a while. Okay, I think which we can is, agree on that. Which I think is okay because at I this agree. point, at this point, I mean, we'd rather as a as as a fan, I I would love to be going to Yankee Stadium right now and enjoying the games. Um, but at this point, you got to keep the fans safe. That's the most important thing. And if um, and if it means just watching games on TV for a while, so be it. At least there's baseball to be played. And I think the Arizona plan, uh, I wasn't a fan of it, and I don't think players are going to be because it's. In Arizona, it's about ninety degrees every, and people, and all day, and people, uh, players aren't going to be feel comfortable playing in ninety degree weather in Arizona. Yeah, no, you're not going to. You're right, James. Thanks for the phone call. No, you're not going to be happy with that. You know. So you had, uh, okay. So your divisions, just to clarify it, uh, with the regional plan, let's say the Grapefruit League in Florida would be Baltimore, Boston, Detroit, Miami, Mets, Phillies, Pirates, and Blue Jays. Um, and so that would be the Grapefruit League in Florida, and then there's the cast, cact, uh, Cactus League. Whew, I used to go talk for a living. Uh, that have, you know, so the three divisions apiece with 10 teams. All right, and, and once again, most of the games would be hosted with the spring training site. So remember, Major League Baseball was originally supposed to start in March. And once these plans get through, once they figure out which is the best of the plans, then the biggest thing is going to be how do you get the players ready? Okay? Now, when these these plans first came up, there was a conversation where it would take at least three to four weeks. All right? And I'm not sure what that means for pitchers. Okay, I understand you're trying to get the everyday player three to four weeks, but you're also going to have to worry about getting your pitchers revved up again. And I think and there was going to be some adjustments to the roster, and I think you're really going to have to have more pitchers than you normally would have because it takes time to stretch your starters out. It just does. So you're worried about the same thing with all the sports. It, it, it transcends everything. You're worried about hamstring injuries. You're worried about shoulder injuries. You're worried about ankles. You're worried about joint injuries in situations like this where you have, where you started to loosen up and stretch. And now you're in the situation where you have not played in a while. And now you're trying to ramp that back up again. And so that is your concern. If you're trying to get this done. So with baseball, that's part, that's part A. Part B is, and I think James hit on it as well, is how many games are you going to need that makes it a quote legitimate unquote season? Now, what do I mean by legitimate season? That at least it is a season where you competitively had everybody had a chance to Win, everybody had the chance to compete. Everybody has a chance, even though we understand that this is a weird season, that this is an asterisk, this is not the usual. But all in all, you still want to be able to make sure that it has some legitimacy. So depending on who you talk to, most baseball folks will tell you it's between 80 and 100 games. With a hundred being the best. If you could get a hundred games in, everybody would just be ecstatic. Oh, a hundred games. That's great. Oh yeah. Perfect. That's what we want. 
but you may not get 100 games in. And then there's the, you know, the confusion of maybe we have to do double headers and the second game may only be seventh inning. I mean, there's just been a number of different things and different plans that people have been tossing around. We still have to figure out, which is the caveat to this, we still have to figure out what MLB and the MLB Players Association are going to do. And there are owners who have quietly, off the record, leaked out that with no fans coming in, how are they making money? How are they going to be able to pay the players? How are they going to turn a profit? And so very quietly, there are some owners who would rather, if they were answering our Twitter poll question, they would say cancel the season because they would lose less money with the season canceled, obviously, than if you've got folks playing and they're playing before no fans. And once again, we all agree there's not going to be fans. I don't think there's going to be fans for a while in Major League Baseball or any sport when it comes back. You are listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN. I don't like regional. I want they should play the AL East. It will be easier for the Yankees. Zeke, I'm telling you, my friend, if the Yankees are able with the roster they have and are able to stay healthy, which I know is a major concern because they have not been able to do that the past couple of seasons. They should be able to handle whatever division you put them in. And if you go back and you look at the division they would be in, which would, you know, obviously be the East. Okay. Yankees and Mets, Boston, Washington, Baltimore, Baltimore struggling, Pittsburgh, Toronto, Tampa, Miami struggling. They, they should, they should do well. They should do. Well. I mean, most of look, Boston and Baltimore, Tampa and Toronto are in the division anyway. They're in the, that's part of the division anyway. They're just getting, you know, four other teams. So they should, they'll be all right. Larry's in the car. Hey, Larry, you're next on 987 ESPN. Hey, Larry, I'm driving to work. Let me tell you, Madison Avenue is like, it's, it's like driving on the moon. It's as bad as Ninth Avenue. Wow. My God. Wide open, bad. huh? Oh, yeah, not too many cars. There's more cars on the road now than there were last, last couple of weeks. I mean, it was funny. I was on Park Avenue about two weeks ago. I was like 53rd Street, and there wasn't a car 40 blocks in front of me and 40 blocks behind. Very eerie yeah. feeling. All you seen was yeah. traffic lights in the city steam. It was kind of scary, you know? <laughs> yeah. Out of a movie you know? set, right, Larry? Exactly, exactly. You know, tra- traveling is not bad. I mean, half hour to get to Staten Island and back is not bad, but I don't like the circumstances. It's terrible. Understood. And it, Understood. Anyway, uh, baseball, uh, I think they really should cancel the season. I tell you the truth, I-, I wish they could bring back the olden days when it was less teams, mm-hmm. meaning better quality play. Not better quality play. You know, the, 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 only a handful of these teams today – they're too watered down. I mean, baseball is a great sport, but there's like anything else. There's too many teams, basketball, mm-hmm. hockey, baseball, football, maybe too a little bit, not as much because, you know, think about football. The thing I love about football, I don't want to go off track, but, you know, if you're a player in the NFL and if you're not up to your game, guess what? There's guys coming out of college and going to bump you out. That's what makes yeah. football such a great competitive sport, you know, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and baseball is a great sport too. But I think 
they got to do something with it. They they have to make the season shorter. Maybe years ago when we were growing up, you know, it was double headed, so the season was a lot quicker. You know, and then mm-hmm, now mm-hmm. the World Series is going into November. November, God forbid, they play in, in a cold city. Forget about it. You're gonna have two feet of snow on the ground. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if, if they could really shorten, the, I don't mean shorten the game in time wise. You know, like nine innings. I mean, it would be a nice idea. Make it like hockey in a way. Listen to this now. Instead of having wins and losses, forget about extra innings. Every win you get is two points, and every tie after nine innings, you get one point. So it's not a waste. And okay. so, yeah, I mean, you're not there for like 16 innings. Yeah, I mean, I've been at I've been at the old Chase Stadium for 15, 16 innings. I'm like, oh man, I want to get out of here. You know, I want to go to Peter Lucas for a steak or something. But but you know what's funny, Larry? Those 15 to 16 innings took the same time as what a nine inning game takes now. In a, I know, in a lot of I ways, know. and it was just it was a faster game. It was, you know, just the little things. Uh, you know, if, if, if Major League Baseball tightened up and just enforced the rules like they're supposed to, uh, yeah. a strike is a strike. Uh, you can't step out of the batter's box forever. Forget the batting gloves. Stop, stop doing that. The pitching changes and they're, they're trying, it's the little things that, that extend oh, yeah. the game so much. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I agree. And listen, I know you want to make some changes, Larry, but you and I will agree that baseball is, is, one of the few sports that's not really looking to change the basics of how that right. game, how that sport is played. Oh yeah, correct. And I agree. I agree. You know, they could change little things and make a drastic change yeah. and, and make the game faster. You know, I mean, you can. There's little things like you said would be great. You know, yeah, that that would be good. You know, uh, sometimes you know, maybe move, change the schedule a little bit so in the beginning of the season that the Yankees and the Mets ain't playing in New York is like like forty eight. 48 degrees. Do yeah. do like Starting the PGA Tour does. You know? Yeah, exactly. Like the PGA mm-hmm. Tour. They start off on the West Coast. And when the weather starts to get warmer in the East, they go from Florida and they go up north, you know? Yeah. So maybe yeah. maybe it could utilize the scheduling a little bit better by like playing more games in Arizona and Florida and the southern states and out west. And then maybe once once you, once May kicks in, you know, then they start moving east, you know? Yeah. I mean, so right, let me ask you this. Yeah. If, if other than canceling the season, of the other plans that you've heard, which would be one you would lean towards? We understand you want to cancel the season, but what would be one of the other ones you would be acceptable to you if the season wasn't canceled? I don't like any of them. I don't like. I don't know. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> I don't like it. And I don't like any of them. You know. I mean, it's it's like you know, it's it's it doesn't make much sense, really. I mean, it. You know, I better off doing just watch the minor league plays, but maybe better off. Yeah, I don't know. Well, you know what? You know, uh, they're not going to be playing either, Larry. <laughs> you know, here's a question, and I'm like, here's a question. Not jumping off the board for a second, but with the uh-huh. coronavirus. Yeah. Every time I hear Fauci talk and Burke talk and Trump, I never hear a reporter ask the the. the, the question. I work at ABC in, in, in media, mm-hmm. and I sent the I sent the letter to John Call yesterday, and I hope he maybe he can address it to Fauci or somebody. My question is a two-part question. Number one, that coronavirus, there's probably multiple strains in it because it's different parts of the world. And, of course, they end up in New York and all over all over the United States. Number one, if you have a vaccine, if there's multiple strains, do you need multiple vaccines for it? Yes or no? I mean, that's that's it. Mm-hmm. And, if, and, and if you do... How long could that take? I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, I mean, I know Australia is working on a vaccine. A lot of countries are working on them, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, so that that's going to be a tough one. I mean, there's going to be there's going to be I think there's multiple strains. I don't think they're letting the, the, the people in the United States know yet. I don't even think they know, really. Yeah, I agree with you, Larry. And thanks for the phone call, my friend. I don't okay. think they Thank know you. either. And, and that's going to be the concern because ultimately that that has to be settled before you are going to be able to safely see people come back to the ballpark and to the stadium and to the arena, especially the indoor sports, especially because right now, what are you going to do? You're going to have people, what, six, six seats apart. So the garden that holds 19, five is only going to be able to put, you know, eight, two, eight, two fifty because you want to spread everybody out. Is that the way it's going to be? And, and, you know, look, we know, we know the concourses in major league baseball are very wide, but they're not that wide. So I just, I just really think that, that before those are questions, Larry, and they're interesting questions that you mentioned. Those are the questions that have to be answered because a vaccine, and I'm sure there's going to be some people who want to get back to the ballpark. I get it. I know everybody is not the same. I understand that. But there's many people who are not going anywhere until they know they can safely enjoy going back to the ballpark. And in some cases, there may be some folks who may never go back to the ballpark. They may say, you know what? I got my big screen TV at home with the prices and everything. What's going on? You know what? I'll stay home. I'll just watch it at the stadium. I mean, instead of watching it at the stadium, I'll watch it at home. You know, I'll, I'll take that money and, and get a, you know, get a den, get a man cave and get a big screen and put it on my wall and surround sound and I'm good. I'm good. It, it, it is going to be interesting as we go forward. Once things come back as to when do they, when do they come back in phase one and when do they come back where it's okay, you can come back. We've got this solved. What's going to be the difference between those two times? And that's, you know, we're a long way from that. We're still trying to figure out a way to get this baseball season started, right? And the NHL and NBA are still trying to figure out a way to get their seasons jump-started again. Because, I mean, I was reading a tweet from LeBron James who said that nobody had said that the NBA season's canceled, that he said the guys are ready, we're ready. When we get the word, we'll go back to work and, and we, we want to get back on the floor. Well, of course you do. Of course you do. You're athletes. That's what you do. That That's the competitive drive. That's what makes you who you are. And that's, you know, once again, that's, that's your thing. But there's more than just, that's only one aspect of it. And clearly, the NBA players who have agreed to take pay cuts, uh, they're, the, tomorrow's going to be their last full payment. And then after the next payment on the 15th, it's going to be deducted, I believe, 25%. Uh, you know, they've, they are understanding what's going on with the league and they're making that sacrifice. But once again, the economics do play a role. Obviously, COVID-19 is the, is the headline, but the subplot is definitely the economics of this. Can the other teams who are not in the postseason, we kind of touched on this last night when we were talking about the Knicks and Scott Perry returning for a year. 
what you know from an economic standpoint from the from from MSG how much money is MSG losing how much money is yes losing how much money is SNY losing we understand the ESPN's losing money and and, and Turner and all the NBA and and NBCSN with with the NHL and and you know all those folks we understand the networks are losing but regional is really getting hurt by not having these games, we're getting hurt by not broadcasting Rangers, Islanders, and Knicks. We're getting hurt. So the economics also play a role as to when we try to get this season back. Yes, we want to have an integrity to the season, but also we want to be able to try to get some money, to try to make some money because everybody repeat after me, sports is a business. And it's always about the money. It's always about the money. Of the options presented so far, which do you like the best for how MLB should proceed with the 2020 season? Is it play in Arizona? Is it play spring training alignment? Is it the regional realignment? Is it cancel the season? Those are your choices on Twitter at Hardesty ESPN at ESPN NY 98 underscore 7 FM. We'd like for you guys to weigh in and, uh, you know, see what happens. Uh, Zeke W58 weighs back in. Are they going to play? Are they going to have the same amount of games against the East than the usual? One? And I didn't know how they would be splitting. So thank you for clarification. Love your show and insight. Thank you, Zeke. We'd love that you listen. Um, they will all have the same amount of games. Now that's going to be interesting to see how they do it, but they all will have the same amount of games. And the question is, Will they just stay? I believe they're just going to stay in their division. I believe. Not quite sure because they haven't really worked that part of it out yet. But that's going to be the other interesting part of it. And as I said, listen, uh, as a Met fan, I would be concerned looking at, obviously, look, from a rivalry standpoint, it's great because you've got the Yankees in there. You've got Washington, you've got Philly, you've got Pittsburgh, who's not really a rival, but Philly's right down the turnpike. Uh, you know, and, and for the Yankees, you still have your crew of Baltimore, you've got Toronto, you've got Tampa, you got Miami, uh, for, for the Mets who are in the division. So listen, I'm happy to, to be away from the Atlanta club <laughs> under that alignment. You're listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN. Let's go to Trey. He's in Brooklyn, Texas. He's next on 98.7. Hey, Trey. What's up, Larry? How you doing, partner? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing, uh, I'm, I'm okay. Oh, okay. Larry, that sounds like cabin fever setting in. What's up? You I'm okay. good? No, 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 no. I just, I, it's just, you know, I, I was sharing with the audience my day and going out and, heard, you know, just, heard, the, just, just that, that sort of thing and just the frustration and seeing other folks, you know, not following, hear, you know, what they're supposed to be I, doing. I, so. I can hear it in your voice. I so can hear it in your voice. That just got on. And, and, just, and, and, and I don't want you to think like, like you're alone because your voice was all of our frustration. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. I, you know, I was speaking to Chris earlier, and I was uh, talking to Kyrie. And, you know, I'm looking at people with no mask, not taking it serious. Social distancing is like, you know, and, and now I'm going to paint a different picture because you were talking about people that live in other states. I'm in Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, 
it's lighter here. You know what I mean? So, but, but, and then the weather's nice. It's really warm outside. So it's a little, it's a little more difficult to stay indoors, I guess, for some people. But if we don't flatten this curve, man, this is going to get bad the second wave around. It's going to get bad. It is. And 60,000 people, if that don't show you that that's enough, <laughs> what was it going to take? Yeah. I mean, this is real, people. This is it real. Is. So, it is. I mean, I don't. I just don't understand. It's it's a little mind boggling, and like you said, like you said, your frustration. I could hear it in your voice. I told Kyrie, I, I could hear that. You know, and that's you know, that's not good, man. It's not good. We just got to kind of you know, let's listen to what Doctor Fauci never saying, and let's then let's push forward, with people. We got to push forward with them. Yeah. Um. You ready for your hospital shout out? I am. Let's do it. Today we'll shout out Jersey City Medical Center's EMS and all the fine people who are working on getting people out of the house, right? Get that phone call, right. getting folks out of the house. They are talking about front line. They are at the door with folks, really making sure they get out and getting them to the hospital. And also along with it, where they meet the orderlies and the nurses and the doctors and all the, all the, all the people who are helping them out. But also, Trey, let's talk about the folks at FEMA. Because many of these people who who are doing this were involved with nine eleven, and they Absolutely. had some other underlying respiratory issues that they are dealing with and have dealt with because of being first responders and being on the front lines there. And now, because of that scenario, now we put them on the front lines in this case, which means they are also also susceptible to getting the COVID nineteen virus. So, for all the folks, and you know who you are, but we can't say it enough. Thank you for everything that you're doing for us. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All of y'all. Thank you. Okay. Mine tonight is going to be Nassau University Medical Center. Hey. He's metal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we're going to shout them up, lift them up in prayers, and hoping that all of their families are doing well. Orderlies, doctors, nurses, everybody in that building that's helping somebody from the old to the new babies that's over there. As long as you're helping you good with me and Larry. So That's shout right. out to Nassau, shout out to Nassau University Medical Center tonight. Hope y'all are all doing well. Y'all keep doing what y'all doing. Salute to y'all. Definitely. Definitely. Cool. Okay. So to your um, poll question, mm-hmm. the, the regional thing is, is starting to grab me a little bit more as I'm starting to hear a little bit more about it. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of liking like where that could go. Cause you know, less travel, you know, you know what I mean? You're not going to have any yeah. fans, so we're not worried about that. But the less travel thing, you know what I'm saying? And then I just think that the logistics is going to be is play is going to play a major part. Also, getting the proper testing for these for the players as well cuz then you got a central personnel that's going to be there like you said yesterday. Like mm-hmm. this thing is going to, you know, it, it I don't want it to take away from testing from people that need it. Right. You know, because then that yes. then we here we go with that line again, right? We don't want to, exactly. you know, we don't want we don't want to take away from somewhere just so we can have a little joy of three hours. We don't mm-hmm. want that. Yeah. But so, what, what? I don't know, man. I like the regional. If you just looking at the question, I like the regional aspect. I think just people kind of staying where they at, and then you know, if you do need to be tested, maybe we could possibly get those tests for those those players. I just worry about that first player that gets infected, Larry. Like, yeah, what, what's the protocol then? Yeah, they're gonna shut, you it, down shut it all down again. They're shut it down again, that one person. You know, tough, because man. then, because then you now you've got to do the tracing, and you got to find right. out okay, who where who was around that player for the last fourteen days. And guess what? It's it's depending on what it is, it's going to be his teammates and everybody. Larry, that's a lot. 
and and everybody that's around him. It's going to be the teammates. Yeah. It's going to be the back boy. It's going to be you know the medical staff. It's going to be everybody that that he dealt with. That's where it's going to be. Uh, the positive too, as you mentioned to the the realignment structure, the regional one is it it, it keeps your divisions intact. That's right, the best right. part, That's whether, whether it's mm-hmm. American or national, it keeps your divisions intact. So you, you're playing the teams that you need to play if you were trying to advance to move forward. It's, it's just something a little different. And it, it really is all going to depend on how many games it is, right? That, that, that's what happens. Yeah. I, it look, it's looking like they're trying to aim for that 100. That's yeah. what it's looking like. It's looking yeah, like they're trying to aim for down. like pop. Yeah, possibly what? Maybe like the first week of June, so like July 4th, it'll probably fall on maybe like the, between the 1st and the 4th. Mm-hmm. Something like that. They, Something they, like they, that. They have July 2nd in mind, but I'm sure they would love to start on the 4th of July. Larry, at the end of the day, this is all about money, man. There's no question. <laughs> There's no question. And that's <laughs> why, and if the, and Trey, and thanks for the phone call, my friend. If the season uh-huh. doesn't happen, it's probably because of money. It's because the owners are going to say, well, we don't have fans. Why are we doing this? That would be the reason. 1-800-919-3776. If it is in Long Island, you're next on 9870 ESPN. You young men are second to none. And don't be sad. Get nonviolently mad. You've got a platform. And you know how you guys play those um, replays of games, uh, uh, baseball from 2009 with the Yankees, replays to you know, keep people busy. Mm-hmm. They need guys like you to take those that time that anybody can listen anywhere. And they need to give guys like you that time two hours spending on all the good things athletes are doing to educate the people about not getting scammed and what's right and what's wrong. And the other two hours, shaming the people that are going to these places. Cause I'm going to tell you something There's 10 times, 10 times, young man, the amount of traffic on long Island. Okay. And I'm not too mm-hmm. far away from Nassau County uh, community center, uh, okay. the medical center there with all the heroes. Mm-hmm. There's 10 times the amount Walmart is packed Everywhere is packed, and it's a freaking shame. It is beyond comprehension that these people, it's like people talk about the veterans, oh, we love the veterans, so on and so forth. Meanwhile, unless somebody's related to a veteran or is one, you never can find anybody who went to a veteran's hospital, go say hello or bring them flowers or anything. We're all full of crap, and I'm going to tell you right now, this is bad. It's beyond comprehension that people forget about the virus that just don't give a shit, sorry, about the other people, okay, who are truly, truly putting their lives on the line. No joke, okay? Yeah, you're absolutely right. Thanks for the phone call. We got it right. But, yeah, you're you're right. You're right what you're saying. And there there is that frustration uh, that we see, and there's that frustration that, you know, that's going out there because you see people just, just have to get out. And once again, I got it. I understand. You've been cooped up. It's, it's like six weeks. Okay, tomorrow is May. <laughs> We've been shut down since like middle of March. So you're looking at five, six weeks of this new lifestyle. And many of you have kids at home and you're doing the homeschooling and you, you just want to get out. You just, it, it was a great day yesterday. Today, rainy and stuff, but yesterday was, it was in the, upper 50s and 60s you just need to get out and listen nobody is saying that you can't leave the house we're not saying that you can't go out you can walk to the park you can walk around your neighborhood okay i go we go walking around the neighborhood come right back we have our mask and our gloves and we go walk and we come back that's okay it's the lack of social distancing that we're talking about it's how do you have groups of people 
like that. When you see us standing in lines waiting to get into stores. Okay, it's all over. It's all over everywhere you see it. We're standing in line. I'm talking about seven in the morning. There's lines. I'm talking about and 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 don't even think about going to any of these stores on the, on a Saturday. The lines are around the store building. And the stores are doing their job. Listen, those people on the front lines are doing their jobs. The grocery workers, the cashiers, the stock people, they're doing their jobs. They're letting people in X amount of people at a time because they understand that you have to be social distanced and you can't have a bunch of people in the store at one time. That's why there's lines. And there's people upset about the line and whatnot. <laughs> you know, listen, that's what we have to do now. And so once again, maybe because I'm here and it's New York and we've got thousands and thousands of people who've lost their lives that we know of during this time. And I've seen relatives having to say goodbye to their loved ones via FaceTime, via via a virtual funeral. Because of this situation, we got groups of people out. What? What? Why? It's it, it just it's just it's mind boggling to me. It just this, just this. You are listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast with Larry Hardesty on ninety eight point seven ESPN.